Thank you for tuning in to the Real Estate Matters Most podcast. On this show, we'll provide information on real estate, including a list of do's and don'ts and any relatable real estate topics, and also any questions that the viewers may have. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. All right, what's going on, guys? I'm going to go behind the camera really fast because uh, I need to plug something in. So uh, hang tight. All right, I think I got it set up on the Momento 444. Give me a second. I'll get it together. All right, I think I'm good. Yep, I'm good. All right, so somebody's on the thing with me right now. So, my name is Jermaine Robertson. I'm with the Robertson team at AZ and Associates. I'm going to embed that in until you get it because we want to be known for the information providers. So let's get right into it. Um, I'm not. This isn't actually going to be on the side of our podcast or on our... Um, yeah, this isn't going to be on our podcast. This is actually just going to be just a very simple conversation. We're going to be talking about what to do when you get behind on your mortgage uh, it's happened to me, uh, and I don't really know the reason for it. Some of it is, uh, maybe we can attribute some of it to be irresponsible, maybe just assuming that it will take care of itself. So let's kind of dive in real quick. What what you should do once you get behind on your mortgage, and one thing you should not do don't ignore it. Don't act like it doesn't exist. Don't act like the just because they haven't served you, served you an eviction letter like your landlord that you're going to be able to get away with it. When you get behind on your mortgage, ultimately there are there is um, there's past interest rates that are occurring. There's potentially a foreclosure that they have to hire a lawyer that they're going to tack on to that. On top of the mortgage payment that's not being made, the escrow payments that's not being made. So there's a ton of ramifications for uh, possibly falling behind just besides the fact of falling behind. Let's say, you know, your mortgage is a thousand, let's say it's a thousand dollars a month. And let's say you stop making your payment for some unknown reason for 12 months. You're $12,000 behind. But that's not the only thing. You're $12,000 behind plus the 3.5% interest compounded every single month, which could end up being another five or $6,000 because the bank is not looking to forgive the interest. They may look to put the loan on the back end, but they definitely want to make sure that they get the interest. Banks understand compound interest better than anybody else. So that's why they don't mind loaning out $400,000 and only making 3.5% interest on it because compound over 30 years, it tends to be quite a big bit of money amortized. And I know I'm speaking a bunch of different shop talk, but basically what I'm saying is the money that you pay in interest is pretty much what the bank lives off of. They don't live off the principal. So let's kind of dig, dig into what you should do uh, if you start to fall behind on your mortgage payment. One is figure out why you're falling behind. That's the first thing. Um, if nothing substantially or nothing significantly has changed in your work environment, meaning your pay scale hasn't went down, 
uh, if it's a two income household and one income has not ultimately fell down and I'll talk about how you should actually budget your mortgage when it comes time to buy your house based on if you're a single if you're a single income family or you're a double income family uh, I'll tell you a little bit about how you should probably budget yourself to get the best possible position yourself in the best possible way but if nothing has significantly changed in your income and you find yourself behind the eight ball and you're down uh, on a couple mortgage payments the, the fact is the bank is not looking to foreclose on you like the first month the second month the third month but at some point in time they're gonna start wondering where's our money at and some of the things that you want to do is one not ignore it you don't want to act like um, you know in a four months behind the bank hasn't said anything maybe they're not tripping no they're secretly laying in the cut and they're 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 calculating every single interest payment that they have not received and every single payment that has not went inside of the escrow account they are also uh, accumulating those as well and I know this stuff from 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 fact uh, when I first came home I was first confronted with a mortgage with a mortgage crisis that happened to be my grandmother's and I remember having to go up to the bank and speak on her behalf about what was going on and it could get out of hand real fast. Um, your mortgage is not something you want to play with. Not only is it the roof over your head, but it is probably the most single, solitary, damaging thing that could happen to your credit report uh, when left unattended. So you want to make sure that you do not ignore it. You want to speak to somebody. And as sometimes um, we feel a little bit embarrassed, like, oh man, we should be making our payments. There's really no reason why we're not on top of this. And the fact of the matter is, is things happen. People get behind. It's not, um, how can I say it? It's not the end of the world, but it could start to feel like that real fast. So you wanna make sure that you just stand on top of it and you are being the most responsible person you can do. So now let's go into the second thing that you should do if your mortgage payment is behind. You should actually ask your bank to give you a copy of what your final payoff is. Because at this point, you need to know, one, what you actually owe, uh, interest rate incurred, uh, penalties that may have been incurred, because some of those penalties may be forgiven. But if you don't know uh, what you owe, it makes it kind of hard to start negotiating the best possible deal to get yourself out of that situation. So you want to make sure that you call your bank a lot of after you get behind on your on your on your mortgage payment a lot of what you're going to be doing is be calling the bank you much rather call the bank than speak to their lawyers because if you speak to their lawyers they're going to be billing you every time you dial their number and you want to call the bank and you want to say hey listen what's the chances you guys can give me an accurate payoff on my property taxes fines penalties incurred interest payments what what's the chances and they usually can get you a payoff within about, I, I, they usually quote about a week, but they typically can get you a payoff. Sometimes they have to mail it to you. Sometimes they can email it to you, but ultimately they can get you a payoff pretty quick because you want to know where you financially stand with your real estate. You don't want to just be in limbo and, and I walk up to you and say, well, how much do you owe in the house? And you say, well, I think I'm behind about 13000 and come to find out you're behind 30000 get crystal clear about those particular things because that's not something that you want to leave to chance. Um, I've seen too many people lose their homes. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. 
I've seen too many people lose their homes or too many people get behind the eight ball to a point where trying to come out of that position ultimately was was inevitable. And the saddest thing is having to sell somebody's home because they are not in a position to catch up on those rears. And, and, and it's really avoidable. And I think it's avoidable by being preventative, by just having a conversation. Sometimes just putting your pride to the side, putting aside what it is that you think people are gonna think about you. Um, I think some of the most proudest moments that I have with my clients is when they're able to come up to me and reveal, hey, listen, this is what's going on with us. Because almost like a doctor, you're able to say, well, I'm glad that you brought it to our attention. So now we can treat the problem and we can address it head on and get some of those answers, the questions to those answers uh, uh, put out there so that we, we don't have to guess and we can take the guessing out and we can take the assuming out of what we believe uh, will stop this problem. And then, um, you know, there's other options. If you get behind on your mortgage payments, there's stuff like debt relief. Uh, or there are such things as uh, forbearance, situations where the bank will stop any forward proceedings and put you in a position where you could potentially either catch up or start looking at refinance options where they can potentially put the money on the back end of the loan, interest-free, just kind of sitting there until either you sell the home or you get down to pay off the, 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 the principal balance, which is the original balance you borrow. And then you would get to that and then you would probably just make one big sum payment, you know, if it's, you know, 20, 30, 40, 20 or 30, $40,000, depending on what it is that you might owe. But the fact is, is you always have options. There's one thing that I've been proud of this year and partially part of last year's is, is we've resolved to, to a motto which says, um, if we don't have the answer, we'll find it. And I believe that there's an answer to everything um, so you just have to be willing to kind of step outside of your comfort zone and say, hey, listen, I screwed up. I, I, you know, I didn't make the mortgage payment. Um, <laughs> you, we thought that vacation to Hawaii was way, way more important and we thought we would have it under control. And then next thing we know, we missed one payment and then we missed another payment. And, and that's literally how it happens. And um but I'll kind of take it back and just tell you all of it's really preventable from the jump if you just simply budget yourself correctly when you're getting ready to buy your home. So I'll kind of tell you a little bit how the best way to budget your home is. And I've seen a couple of my clients do this and I thought it was pretty ingenious. Um, you know, especially two family incomes uh, or two household incomes, they usually will look and say, hey, if one of our, if one of our incomes happens to fall, either due to illness, either due to death, due to uh, you know, uh, being laid off or fired, um, at least one of our incomes will be able to carry our bills um, the length of the way that we need to go. So when you get ready to budget how much you can actually afford in a monthly mortgage, take into consideration if one of you were to lose your job, would the other person ultimately be able to carry us you know, three months, six months, however long it took you to get another job. I've never been in the workforce like that, so I apologize. I don't know anything about it. If you ask me, I go grab a bunch of stuff and start eBay and Amazon and it off and come up with the payment. But uh, so that's one way to do it. And then uh, and then I'll give you one more key tip that, that could help you definitely if you get behind in your payments. But this was more so going to be preventative to getting behind on your payments. It's actually going to help you stay ahead of things. 
and that is having an understanding about what your monthly household expenses are and I think your household expenses are gonna uh, uh, they're gonna come up to what like your utilities your insurance your uh, your mortgage your your car payment etc etc so whatever it takes to run your house including groceries including gas get an estimate about what you think your your monthly um, your monthly household expenses are and then you want to try to put away about three to six months worth of surplus um, even if it takes you you know a year to get three or six months it's best that you start donating to a fund that's specifically set aside for an emergency uh, then find yourself possibly unemployed uh, with no money in the bank so a lot of what I'm talking about is just really grown-up grown folk business it's just really taking care of things and trying to stay ahead of the game I'll tell you this much it's a lot easier life is a lot easier when you're able to uh, confront your problems head-on with a bank account full of money uh, because you've responsibly socked it away or you've responsibly taken care of things than it is to, 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 to not face reality and to ultimately find yourself in a predicament uh, where, where you don't have the bills to pay whatever it is that you need to pay. So uh, ultimately, we, uh, I don't know why this little guy is up in here, but uh, anyway, so all right, guys, so I just want to leave you with that. So a couple things to do. If you get behind on your mortgage, always, always, always confront it, reach out, talk, because you never know what could happen. I am a prime example of it. Me and my wife, it's happened to us. Um, we've had to dig ourselves out of some pretty particular situations and um, it, it's a learning lesson. You live and you learn and then you grow from it. So it's not a big deal, but ultimately uh, the person who has a lot of pride typically finds themselves behind the eight ball and not winning because they were the ones who did not want to ask the questions. You're talking to somebody who's talking from experience um, I don't like to pull up the people's house for a listing agreement to get their or a listing appointment to get their home sold and come to find out that some of their issues ultimately boil down to the fact that uh, you know there was just misappropriation of the mortgage money so with that said I appreciate you guys for uh, tuning in uh, thank you very much have a wonderful day today is my daughter's third birthday so please keep her in your prayers we're very blessed so thank you guys for watching my name is Jermaine Robertson. I am with the Robertson team. The name of our brokerage is AZ and Associates Real Estate Group. God bless. Take care. Thank you for tuning in. Peace out.